Action Park Media. All right, welcome to another episode of Victory the Podcast. I am Doug Ellen. I'm Kevin Dillon. <laughs> Victory! I didn't want to wait, and now I feel like a meathead because that thing just blew up. Well, you face. are a meathead. You jumped the gun with the Irish cricket, and you got it all in your face. And in His your face, he sprayed it all over me. I mean, did you shake that kid? By the way, that did not go as planned. I, was <laughs> I mean, should... I'm a mess. I need some napkins. We're not going to oh, do it Oh, I got paper again, towels right? right here. No, we're going. Keep going, as right. you were. How is everybody doing? I know Kevin Dillon. It's Monday. You don't like the Monday taping. What's the problem? You know what the problem is? I come into town once a week, and a lot of restaurants are closed on a Monday. I don't know that that's true. No, it is Italian true. restaurants. No, 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 no. A lot of, a lot of restaurants open. The Ivy's open. Restaurants want to be open for the weekend, so a lot of them will close on a Monday. All right. I just think what's so funny is Dylan talks about it like he lives in Europe. He's like, right. I mean, I'm in town on like a I Monday. The red eye. <laughs> Listen, this red eye every uh, Sunday <laughs> night. Hey, Malibu. It takes two hours. An know? hour here, an hour home. So uh, it's, it's a big chunk of my life that I'm giving up. For you guys. But do you roll calls? What are you doing in the car? You blast do rock I, and roll music or do you roll uh, calls? No. Nah, eh, yeah, sometimes I'll do the calling, but uh, usually just sports radio. You know what? ESPN. I see Dylan. Really? I, I need a little more Dylan. volume. Can I get a little more volume on that? I see. Uh, does that cost more money, Kev? <laughs> I see Dylan like Johnny and Cobra Kai blasting like poison in his Camaro. What are you wearing? <laughs> You're an you? 80s villain. Yeah. I'd like to crank up a little Black Sabbath. Oh, I like it. I like it. What'd you drive you know, in some today? Some old school Who, Zeppelin. Like What'd you, know, you drive the... in today? I love it. Like... The Camaro. Yeah. The Camaro. That's your go-to. Yeah. Well, either Camaro. I have two Camaros. My 69 Camaro and my 2011 Camaro. I prefer the 2011 because it gets you there. When you're in the 69, it, 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 there's a 42% chance that you don't show up. <laughs> well, with you're Dylan, right about a, old cars. With Dylan, there's a 52% chance. It goes up. <laughs> the good thing about Dylan is that he could actually, like if that happened to you or I, Doug, it's a wrap. Oh, yeah. Right? Dylan might be able to get something out of the... I could usually figure out something. I'll like jump a screwdriver on in there. Well, by the way, going. Dylan, number one, he'd be under the car. Number two, he'd make 100 fans who are like, We'll drive you and everything. Like they all love Dylan, and we appreciate that. I got you. And by the way, I'm getting this. I know there's like one person who keeps coming at me in these reviews, and I want you to know what re- reviews. Yeah, on, <laughs> reviews on, out there? on Apple, you can review the podcast, and they and they. Uh... I just, I just got They're critical say, of Doug, and they hate Doug. No, no, no. They, they <laughs> honestly, it's, it's the reviews, personal. The reviews are so good. There's always like one guy out of thirty, and I know who you are. I just want you to know. And I know where you live. I'm going to seek my revenge. But I just want you to know. I'm going to seek my revenge. Are you serious? No, but I just got to say say clearly, though, a person who sits down, if you're writing a positive review, it's because you're a fan and you're being nice and it's great. If you sit down and take the time to I I told you that. You're just such a fucking loser. I mean, if you think about about a Yelp review, right? If you have a great experience, you go, you know what? I really thought Joe was was exceptional. You write a good review. The same thing applies to Apple. If you're if you're go, just based on nothing, sitting down to write a bad review on a podcast and make it personal, I, I agree. I, I think it's I think it's a troll. I, what I, did he I, say, Doug? Is that Doug's a whiner? <laughs> I, first nobody of all, cares how many times you've been divorced. You know, Conley is and he's not even whine a lot. He's making up shit. He's not even like he's not even referring to specific reviews. <laughs> Those they, are his issues. There, with you. there are things that are just really silly. But you know, the point is like, look, I'm not even a fan of television critics. We've had a lot of positive reviews. We've had bad reviews. Whatever. I just think it's a it's a sad existence. But it 
least they're getting paid. They make money. So again, I'll say it. If you like the podcast, give us a nice review. We appreciate it. If you don't like it, send Connolly a nasty DM. Okay? Right. He loves that. He'll fight with you. He'll no, engage with you. No, He'll no, do all no, sorts no, no, of stuff. I only respond to positivity. Which is why I want to talk about it. I want to, I want to turn this conversation. We've got one of my favorite people's coming back, Dominic Lombardozzi. He's coming back because he's starting his own podcast at Action, Action Park, Park Media. Media. Ooh, nice. So, By so, the way, it's a good one. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's a good well, game. Dom's great. Dom's amazing. Yeah. But why I wanted to talk about Dom before he comes on, he was, Dom was based on someone I went to school with, and we all know high school, what bullying is and this and that. So I had but some. bullying's changed over bu- the years, Well, bullying has d- definitely changed. But I had some bullies who I actually became friends with them after, and Dom was based on one of them. you're scared. I don't bully anyone anymore. I'm done with that. I love that he said anymore. Did you bully <laughs> no, in high school? Uh, a little bit. Dylan, yeah. uh, just a little bit. I just, I know, I know who you are in high school. Great guy. Generally a good guy. Just opinionated and a little bit of <laughs> aggressive. You know, I, I, aggressive. I, I like dealing that. fireworks and stuff like that. So, Jesus you know, I had to uh, shake guys down a little bit. You're an arms dealer. I was an arms dealer. And you're scared and you're, of the bookie? Scared of the handsome you bookie? You want to buy a blockbuster? I'm the guy to talk to. Would you to. sell blockbusters M-80s in high block, yeah. Did you really? <laughs> yes, I did. Wow. JPP. Uh, <laughs> Dylan's blockbuster that blew off JPP's fingers. <laughs> By the way, stay away devastated. from those kids. Stay away from those. By the way, no kidding. Yeah. They are not. They so, are but not. I'm lucky I didn't blow off any of my fingers. You know, the way what I, I think is very funny is You're that Connolly somehow turned bullying into you're opinionated that that's what bullying is in high school. <laughs> no, about just like, I'm sure there was a strong sense of awareness. Like, yeah. all right, Dylan's here. Just kind of, well, you know, I had caution. two older brothers. Right. So I was the Dylan's kind of, uh, were legends. They, they were in legendary town. in school. Right. So uh, I kind of hung out with the old, uh, older, tougher. I kids, got to you know? school my first day of high school. I got a call. I never even got to high school yet. Okay. And then when high school started, I was like a nerd. No, no, I was definitely, I would have been taking your would, lunch money. Doug. You would have sure. been, he would have been waiting for you outside that <laughs> back exit. When you walk home from what's school? in your pockets, bro. These <laughs> two, pockets. these two jerk offs can talk about it. I was never a nerd. Do you know what Dylan and I would have done to you in the we schoolyard? We would have had you taking alternate routes to school, bro. <laughs> Let me just tell both of like you, my bodyguard. <laughs> Let me tell Tell you both about the bullies in my high school, Mr. We Westchester. Conley's a little closer. We get it. Doug, uh, listen, Doug. I had the, fucking the, the, serial the poverty, killers in my the high poverty school. Thing, the poverty cry of Doug, like, oh, you guys had money. Come on, bro. Yes, yeah, come on. Long come Island? On, this you is not were a born part. with a slightly silver spoon up your ass. There was bit. no crazier people than the ones coming out of Westchester County. We really? had some insane really? maniacs that <laughs> really? came out of Let's there. Not- All right, let me just tell you about my 25th. <laughs> I knew it. I my knew 25th it. reunion where... I was friends with him. I love the kid, but I see him at the 25th reunion. I'm not going to say his name. Probably and a good idea. I have a nice, <laughs> yeah, I have a nice picture, though. We can, well, he, he can't. Him I'm afraid of. Not I'll the finish bookie. this in a second. But we got a picture. I walked up to him at the reunion. I go, hey, come on. You're not going to cause any trouble tonight. He's like, come on. I've changed. Whatever. He was arrested six months later for five murders. He's doing life in jail. Okay. I know him since kindergarten. Okay. My Is he ne- still alive? Uh, he's in jail for life. Yeah. Right. Well, I know that, but I'm saying, but he's handsome, alive. Is handsome way, guy, by the way. better looking than the bookie? He's better looking than the bookie. Come on. Great head of hair. You guys got a thing for the bookie, huh, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> Ever since you played the bookie in Queens Boulevard. So, I but that, that, that's, that's one guy. Then my next door neighbor's no longer okay, with us. We've right, discussed that. Right. Okay. But my Moving first on. day of school, I get a call from uh, another six foot two, 220 in high school. I'm 5'4", 145 in 10th grade. And I get a call and I call my friend Ricky Zimmer and I go, yo, uh, I just got this call. Uh, 
Vito called me uh, <laughs> and he says, what do he say? He's, I go, he said, I'm dead. And he goes, then you're dead. And I'm like, wow. well, what'd you well, do? Dead man walking. He thought he didn't just say you're dead for no reason, Doug. What'd thought, you do? He, he thought I was with his girlfriend. I was not. It was like the equivalent of liking wow. a bunch of his girlfriend's photos. Essentially. <laughs> but I got school. I'm not in high school. Zoomer. You're a Zoomer. Thank 90 God. Zoomer seconds. Connolly. I'm not in high school. 90 seconds. And I get a, across the hall, a guy. And it, this is a fucking man in 10th grade. I'm telling yeah, you right it's now. It's funny you said Vito because the Italian kids always outgrew everyone in school. I mean, he was just, I mean. They were always the ones that were guy. getting us beer first. They had <laughs> yeah. beards. and yeah, full beard. So what did he do? Did he beat you up? He was, I've never gotten beaten up in my whole life. He was well, in a, well, got in a three-point stance, well, yelled Ellen. Play your cards right, and I'm going to throw you one right now. <laughs> it's still early. <laughs> he yells Ellen and does probably a 3-7-40 across the hall and just fucking slams me into the locker. Oh, I'm, a, you? I'm not wow. there five minutes anyway and then my, he stuffed you in the locker my high school yearbook <laughs> my high school yearbook he signed we actually became friends i became friends with all my bullies but he he signed all my, my bullies right, it's smart <laughs> he signed my you yearbook have, you, coward you could stand up for yourself <laughs> he signed my yearbook and said you know i could do whatever i want with this particular oh. woman at the time so anyway uh, wow. we became friends but the other That's one funny. kenny who i've also seen at don pepe since then um i dated uh marty schefter adam schefter's sister great girl he dated her first okay i didn't do anything he used to follow me around the halls with a noose i would look outside my hole now i'm not talking well, about that's, that's dark i'm not <laughs> talking about i'd like to report him to the principal's office guys who pick on you i'm talking about guys who will beat the living shit out of you and it was dylan uh, and i have been around bro we know these guys oh, look yeah. at doug acting oh, like yeah. he's from bushwick or something bro <laughs> acting like doug acting yeah. like most of them are dead right. from my town but right. yeah they no don't one's live dead from long. westchester dylan give me oh a yeah they are member of wingfoot i couldn't even fucking yeah Talk right. about caddy, bro. What are you talking about? I'm one of six kids. My dad was a traveling the, salesman. The Dillons were legendary in Westchester. You well, there are a one of them. You Put it this way. I got free lunch at school. Okay, so that, <laughs> that way, Doug, you. you weren't getting any free lunch. You're paying lunches. top dollar for well, your lunch. Excuse Doug. me. First of all, two things. If you had any lunch money left, by the way, and I, I actually had my. I had a handsome brother in high school. Also, was popular, but. The Dillons, two of them were famous movie stars by high school. So no, I mean, am I missing something? Well, yeah, I mean, that was that came a little bit later. My my older brother, seven years older, and he's a big dude. He's you know he was big and tough. I came along. They were like, "What happened to you?" (laughs) (laughs) But uh, genetic defect. Yeah, exactly. We're like we're like twins. We look alike, but he's just way bigger than me. Better looking. My brother was tough. I I had a lot to, and he was good at school. You know, I was disaster, but it's because I was distracted. I was acting. Well, listen, I've never claimed to be tough, but I had yeah, a tough bullies. I, I've never claimed to be tough. <laughs> well, when you wrapped room, your hands around uh, Connolly's You got little dominated little by your wrap, bullies. I would not wrap my hand around Connolly's brother, but look at him. Right. I mean, oh, I'm not yeah, right. scared of him. Exactly. I'll so anyway, choke you with my tie that I'm wearing. The reason we want By the to, way, I want to talk to you about that tie. The businessman starts wearing a tie to work. What is, what is going I, I, on? It's got hearts. It's got hearts on I don't it. Do I have to wear a tie? Dude, we just want you to be here. Don't wear whatever you want. You're lucky to have me. Let's go. Oh, like it is. All right, so let's get into why I wanted to talk about bullies because Dom obviously came onto the show as an inspiration. But so the bullying nowadays again is very different. I'm telling you, when whatever bullying you're I, a cyber bully now, you're a cyber bully. No, but whatever bullying I took as a kid, it, it was scary. Like you were actually thought you could really get hurt. Now it's like you know they 
they talk bad about you or this and that anyway. And I, I don't want to make fun of, but my daughter calls me. She's like, I'm getting a little bullied, which my first reaction is like to get, to get like angry and stuff. I'm, I'm angry. Like, I'm like, was there cyber bullying this and that? I'm like, I'm like me, Dylan and Collie. Oh, we'll show Doug. up there right now for Maya. Are Doug is like, I will unleash my 122,000 <laughs> Instagram followers on you and wreak <laughs> havoc that you never dreamed of. Do you know what I could do between victory, the podcast, <laughs> my I'll, personal page. I'll call Connelly. my boy Vinny. <laughs> exactly. But if you had any, when he like, gets out of jail, I remember with my son when I thought like there was a momentary bullying. I'm talking when he was 10 years old, and the principal calls me and they're like, "Listen, your son said to this kid, my son's telling me this guy's bullying me," and I'm like, "Well, what'd you say?" Because it's different. Nobody's going to hit you in in these schools, really. They're going to talk shit about you. They're going to threaten you. And not in your schools, but where Dylan oh, and I West went. Punches were County. Are you I'm, kidding? I am talking now. Where I went, you got hit. Okay, you got hit and hard. I fortunately did not. People liked me for the most part. They just right. did. I'm then sorry. Then you started the podcast. Everybody hated you. <laughs> what an asshole! This guy is just fucking. Yeah, but this is a funny story about Lucas. So, but Lucas, my son. He doesn't really know. I guess he watches movies, but the principal calls me up and says, he's, he's 10 years old. He said to another kid who was picking on him, and Lucas said, hey, we could do this the easy way or the hard way. Okay? So the teachers, like, took it as a real threat, and I was like, wow. I'm like, I kind of thought, like, maybe it's something I said at home because you it probably really is did. kind of a gangster comment. I said, Lucas, did, like, did you threaten this kid? He's like... Well, no, I told him I was going to, like, call the principal. Lucas, meant, like, Lucas meant that he was going to tell the principal. Yeah, I'm like, that's <laughs> not really the hard threat, way, Lucas. Right, that's right. not what they mean by the hard way. Like, the hard way has other other. Uh, yeah, like, that's like, you know. Well, maybe gonna... you shouldn't have let him watch Entourage episodes. Uh, probably not. But anyway, so I guess we got to the point. You were a little bit of a bully in high school, Dylan. Well, first of all, I just want to say something. You said how oh, they don't really punch you. One thing about L.A. is they don't throw punches. When I came out here... I guess 35 years ago, it's like nobody fight. People don't fight in L.A. It's much more civilized than New York. There's, you know, you go to a bar, there's going to be a, at least one brawl every night. In L.A., it's like they they talk a lot. They yeah. get push, pushing matches, but yeah, still. Yeah, a lot, as, a lot, as, of, uh, a lot of, oh, what are you going to do, bro? We finally got Dylan wearing victory. By the way, dude, I love this hat. How about the shirt? That is Scott Lerner's from 15 years ago, and it still holds up. Thons, dude? What are you talking about the shirt? <laughs> <laughs> that hat is a good that looking hat. hat is great, man. I love these hats. We're going to be selling these, right? I would appreciate it if that was your new hat. Really? You want me to wear this? I yes. want it to be your hat because it's also, Doug, you designed this hat? I told Josh Applebaum, I said, I, want, I, don't, want to, I don't want to be subtle. I just want to stick it down people's throats. But That's I was actually thinking that it doesn't annoy no, me. No, but it's bold. And Josh yeah. probably took my note and then did what he does. He does a great job. But... You know, what I've been telling these guys, as you all know, this is not a big money-making venture, but if we can sell a couple of hats, we can pay the fucking light services over at Action Park Media, so why not? But I said, Dylan, you should be in a victory gear everywhere you are. I mean, until Titleist starts paying you money, like, you know, put on the victory gear. Okay. I don't think that's fair. I gotta, so I gotta ask about you, what you Well, got I got to ask you guys something before we go to Dom. Sounds Talking serious. about a bully, though. Dom was a bully. Well, that's what made, that's he what, was the that's, big bully. That's what made us think. That's what got us Steal going. Stealing my late crusettes. crusettes. That's what got us talking about bullies and the problems that Doug had in high school. Um, <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> telling you, we would have gone a different entrance. If you saw, if you look, peep through that little sliver of a window and you saw Dylan and I out by the tennis courts, you'd be like, I got to film that. Hey, kid, you got a couple bucks I could borrow? <laughs> you know what we would have said? Yeah, we can do this the easy way. 
We can do this the hard way. <laughs> but we weren't talking about the principal. <laughs> We're going to get to Connolly's story, but one of the best bullying movies in the history of movies. We all know what it Wait, is. My bodyguard. My bodyguard. So everyone should check that out. But go Doug ahead. had to hire a bodyguard. Doug, to Doug, needed a bod- Doug was paying other tough guys for protection. <laughs> all right. I already know. I already know what Doug is going to say. I'm curious about Dylan. I'm actually like okay. You know me so well. No, but I know. I, I <laughs> think you. I think out, you and bro. I are, are are alike in this way. So this weekend, I go out. I go out hunting for pillows. Hunting. Hunting. I thought you said you were going hunting. <laughs> no, I didn't I was, get the call. I need <laughs> for pillows. This is this is what this guy thinks is tough guy stuff. Hey, hunting for I pillows. I didn't say it was hey, tough. A pillow. You need a good pillow. Though. Need a good pillow. bamboo pillows. Great. Not, All right, go not ahead. only that, but Zulai's got a very specific pillow in mind. Yeah. Very specific model. All this kind of stuff. I go to the pillow model. store. What store? Uh, it's yeah, Bed Bath and one of those. No, no, no. Like on, uh, I don't know. It's on Fairfax. Whatever. Right. So I go in, and it's like a four week wait. For um, a pillow? Two pillows, four weeks. Whoa. But there's the floor models. <laughs> you stole a floor model. I didn't you? steal it. I bought it. I bought it. At now, a discount? I, 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 don't, I, I think it was discount. The model that is sitting out during a pandemic for months at a time with people <laughs> spitting all over it and putting their heads on it to test it out. That's what you put Dude, your pregnant girlfriend on? We're all going to end that. up with lice because of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, they they lay out this like thing on top of the pillow. So if you are going to test it out, you're not allowed to oh put your head on it. Oh, my God. I, I don't. Listen. It didn't go over well <laughs> with Zulai. I bet. She's not into it. Well, and also, too, it's not. Well, you a, shouldn't have told her. It's not a snobby <laughs> thing. But also, I spent a lot of money on the case that goes around the pillow that goes into yeah. the pillow case. Do they vaccinate that, that this protects pillow? protects the pillow. That protects the pillow. Yeah, and then I'll it goes into two. the pillow yeah. case. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Do you have a gross I, I, outlook I, I on your I think I've been very clear on what I think. I am horrified. I right. think that Zulai should absolutely reject this She's purchase. trying to not be snobby. I, I disagree. I think it's cool. Because you cool. put that, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it. It was covered. You, I, I paid a Those lot. I paid extra money covers. for the zip-up cover that goes on the pillow. But it already in. had one on it to begin with. Well, you get a new right? one. Did you but save fifteen percent on this pillow? The point is that it wasn't a money thing. It was I didn't want to wait four weeks for yeah. this pillow. No, no, I get it. I mean, at this point, have you heard sleep. of something called bed bugs that they shut down hotels in New York because they spread like I wildfire? Am. Yeah, I just yeah. have. I just bought a brand I new mattress. Totally paranoid. Bed bugs. Yeah. I, I will not put my my luggage on the ground. It's you know, that's another thing. By the way, while you're talking about this, I saw it on Shark Tank. This guy comes in and he's selling steam cleaning your mattress, which he was showing the bacteria on mattresses, and nobody does it. And it but is if it's your own disgusting. bacteria, does it matter? Of course it matters. You don't want to lay in your own filth. I mean, like, <laughs> well, I'm not. That's why you shower. Do you I, shower? I, yeah, of course I shower. Bro. I'm not like you play <laughs> you? pickleball and then dive under the covers. I shower <laughs> on my used pillow. Yeah. By the way, I'm telling you, Dylan's gonna be at Kylie's house and go. Wait, that was my pillow 30 years ago. But Dylan, you... I, I, I'm cool with that pillow, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. Didn't it have a cover on it? To right. Begin when with, I bought right? a new one. Yeah, but it had one to begin with. Of course. It how did. much so did you save? You took the old one up. You're I, good. It's not about savings, Doug. Stop <laughs> but how much that. did you save? I don't know exactly. <laughs> I know that I didn't want to wait. How much weeks. was the pillow? I bet it was a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. Two fifty. Two seventy five. I pay a lot for a pillow. It, it's your pillow. I'm not going to look to save fifty bucks. On a pillow that I put I'm my head gonna, on. Every I'm going to buy you a clean pillow. That's what I'm going to buy. You tell well, me the model. I'm going to buy your pillow. I'll <laughs> unzip it and then take it home. But I'll, I'm only going to pay you 150 bucks for it. I will sell it to you at a great discount, Kevin. All right, I'll take that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm disgusted by not this. I'm with Zulai. I'm going to tell her I'm disgusted. I think the betting <laughs> is sure, not something. Just DM her while you're at it. <laughs> Fucking filthy it's, animal. It's not something Zoomer. you want to play around Zoomer. with. The problem is we're in such a rush to get ready for this baby, right? That you know. 
It's the that bad. cleanliness the has to no, take a back I'm just seat. saying there's so much to be done and I'm going, I don't want to wait four weeks. If you can, can you, I tested out the, the fabric that goes around the pillow. I don't know. Could I still get lice? Did you ever have lice, Doug, as a kid? Uh, we've always had at camp, there were always scares. So, but no, did you I, ever, yes. were you ever sent I, home because of lice? No, that was I not. was, that was not. Mattel, <laughs> that was when you were doing platoon. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of worm in my stomach. Oh God. What we we were eating out in the jungle. Right. And man, was uh, I sick. You could feel the thing moving around inside of you. It was like disgusting. alien. It was like alien. I feel like Conley's got something like that moving inside his pillow. My, I got to be honest. lice. Everyone, you you got sent home for lice. No? I mean, I I did, and I washed my hair. Yeah. No. I, look, lice is not that big. <laughs> so of did a I. Deal, but I think there's worse things. Anyway, we're gonna bring on Dominic Lamardozzi. I'm not sure we should tell him about this because I think he's gonna be disgusted as well. But about the uh, lice, about the no, pillow? about the pillow. I, I, <laughs> I'm I, curious to hear what Dom says. We can touch. I don't want to spend too much more time on it. I've Doug, you've made yourself clear. I knew Dylan would make me feel better. I'm gonna buy that pillow off you at a discount. I'll sell it to you. <laughs> For 150 if I can get the new model. I'll give you 125 the- for Done. And right. I know you hate this, Doug, but we're coming back from the break with Dominic Lavardozzi. <laughs> he takes my deal. I don't even know I'm what I do anymore. Him too. Welcome back. Dominic Lombardozzi from New York starting his new podcast, Dominic's Dens, coming up. For everyone listening out there, Dom, why'd you want to start a podcast? It's a great time now. I say all the time for young people to be creative. It costs limited amounts of money. You're an extremely successful actor. But why did you want to do a podcast? I, I was uh, going on a, a lot of podcasts and, you know, people were telling me, hey, you know, would you mind coming on this podcast and that podcast? So I did a few of them and people, uh, the reaction on, on social media was like, hey, maybe you should have your own podcast, you know, because I, I kind of always turned the interview questioning them because I was very intrigued with who was uh, interviewing me. And it just snowballed into, um, all right, maybe I'm going to give this thing a crack. And then Kevin called and and I reached out to Kevin, you know, you, Doug, and, and, um, and you guys really made this possible by putting me under the... Uh, under the banner there and uh, the Action Park Media Banner. The Action banner Park and, Media and- Banner, where Connolly <laughs> just keeps bringing tough competition for us uh, in. Well, listen, <laughs> yeah. Don, for, for me, it was it, it's one of those things where, I mean, it's so obvious, right? You're doing a podcast. I don't want to, uh, you know, assume that, you know, it's coming. So I, I believe I sent you a message like, hey, you know, if we're here. If you ever, yeah, right? Yeah, no, you, you, it was very welcoming. And it's like one of those moments where, you know, you, you – you know, you're you're afraid to go in the war, and it's like the person's like, "Hey, man, don't worry about it. I'm here. If anything happens, I'll jump in." And it, it was like that kind of moment for me as an actor, Dom. Which the best actors, and we had a line about it in the pilot where drama says uh, he's supposed to be listening and he doesn't listen. But you're a great listener, and I remember that from when we worked together. And I think that will be great for when you're interviewing people. And I know you got Phil Rosenthal, creator of uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, coming on Henry Winkler. Star of obviously a million things, but currently Barry, Bill, Bill Burr, Burr, which is really well, upsetting. We really want to get. Yeah. So, Dom, how'd you Fat Joe? Got Fat Joe, Don Cartagena. How wow. did you get Fat Joe? I direct messaged him. But do you know Fat Joe? Kind of. Did he follow you? Um, did he follow you we were actually show? debating that on the podcast. Where do we know each other from? You know, and I- one time he was doing a live, a live, um, Instagram, he does. It. He goes live. Instagram live. kind of thing, and and I said, you know, let me let me let me see what he's talking about. And I went in there, and because uh, I'm a big, I, I you know, Fat Joe's from the Bronx, so there's a, a, an allegiance there. So, and he's like, hey, Tom, what's up? You know, and then I had the request. I joined in. We started talking, <laughs> and then um, and then 
I I say, hey, Joe, you know, I'm, I'm starting this podcast and, you know, I would love to have you on. And, and he's like, hey, brother, whenever you need me, you let me know. You know what? That's the and great that's thing, which I try to get Kevin Kev here to understand about their wonderful celebrity. Nobody gives a shit if I DM them. But how'd you get Bill Burr? Are you friends with Bill Burr, who I love? I did a film with Bill Burr. Oh, I did, okay. uh, uh, I did um, uh, The King of Staten Island with him and we became really good friends. There's an existing relationship. We're waiting for Dylan to get us, uh, you know, Ernie Hudson or, uh, I have else? a relationship. Ernie Hudson was in my out. short film. Hey, I'll be getting you guys and you're not bringing him in. What about yeah. Charlie Sheen? Uh, Can you er, land er, Sheen? I could probably Ernie get Charlie. By the Ernie's way, Charlie great. Sheen would be great character you know, actor, man. Yeah. Well, Ernie, you know, I, Captain Dale Dye. I asked him, I reached out to him. You guys still haven't gotten him. Wait, 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 hold on. A there is no you guys. There's the boss over the, there. Yeah, the businessman. I want Dale it's Dye. embarrassing. But, but let's stay on with Dom. Dom, we need you to get us Bill Burr. You might have to become the booker <laughs> now that you're in Action Park Media as a star. You might have to be our hey. booker as well. So you did have an it's existing relationship. Call. You did have an existing relationship. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. We had Brett Hurts. Ernst on. He's funny. Uh, How many have you day? done already? He's I mean, great. Jesus. I, uh, today was, I think, six or seven. Are you taping them daily? No. Once, like, what are you doing? How are you doing it? First week, we did Phil and Joe. Second week, we did, uh, like, two a week, one a week kind of thing. Dom, right. the advice I, I would give, and, we, you know, we've talked about this. Yeah. Just make sure you're having fun, because the minute it becomes a chore, you're going to lose interest. Yeah, Enjoy it. Yeah. By the way, Dylan's looking around. He's like, Dylan's this is like, a chore over here. It's a chore over is, here. Man. I hate Monday. drive an hour in here. You guys are making it earlier every day. I'm going to be very honest. It's not fun anymore. What's really it's difficult being fun. that, you know, the hardest part about doing this podcast is the promotional stuff. Right. I'm horrible. It's like, uh, you know, this this has to be cut down to 30 seconds on this particular platform. This has to be two minutes. Put it on the reel. Put it on the story. Put this fucking link. This link. Hey, dude, this poll. Ask this question so people. T- I'm like, you know what? Let me go find the fucking. I got to go find a fucking 15-year-old. Pay them a call and say, hey, do this. Well, by the way, when because... you find them, have them do it for Dylan and Connolly as well. well. I well... could use some help too, bro. <laughs> Yo, hey, Dom, all of a sudden one day I look on Dylan's Instagram and it says tag someone who fucks like a puma. And I said, oh, shit, Dylan's got a social media person because there's no way he posted that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Doug, Doug called me, almost had a heart attack. I, I was hysterically laughing because I thought it was funny. Well, when, when, when Kevin likes a picture... Like on Instagram, you know he's fucking bored. <laughs> he's just scrolling. He's either, right. he's either taking, he's got to be taking a shit, or he's like, you know what? It's too fucking hot. I can't work on this car right now. Let me on my phone. <laughs> You're right. It's like You're every like, three days. Shit, Kev, Kev, Kev. Dylan liked one of my fucking pictures. You know? It does so feel good. It, to get a, it does time. feel good to get a like from Dylan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it stands like, out. Well, His name is so long. The Kevin Dylan official. It's like, whoa. Well, what I'm on Instagram, too, I will like everything I see from you guys. So, Thank I, I you. mean, I do like anything Dom puts yeah. up, anything Kevin and Doug. Thank you. One day, Same but here, I just don't go on that much. One you know? day, Doug calls me and he said, Kev, you know, would it kill you? to like a picture of mine once in a while every now and again would it kill you Connolly's very particular about what yeah. he likes well I'll tell you what because I, I like that I like to keep it honest <laughs> I like to keep if it I honest. like it that means I really there's no, like there's it there's no problem with that if yeah. I like it 
you know that you got a good post. If I post it, you like it. That's yeah. the way well, it's got to be. But you have well, usually pretty outside. good posts. Doug, on the other hand, do I have to like his margarita pizza? I don't think I do. Dom likes like my it. margarita pizza. You should. I mean, listen, I'm not a food poster either. I, I just look. Here's the way I, I look at it like Dylan. We all support each other. We throw the likes. Now out I there. like everything. Unless you really despise something. Like if I put something political up that offended you, it's one thing. Like I will not like that. I, st- I think they should have a dislike button. I have still. to I admit, say, Doug, you're really good <laughs> with like the political. Political stuff. Thank you. We try. Ooh, I, I, we stay away from that in here because Dylan. You walk nuts. a really fine line. Well, I'm. I am pretty much down the middle, and I really just am. You are. That's right. That's what I mean. Well, Doug's. Well, Doug, I, I am mean. too, and I, yeah. and you don't want to cut your audience in half. <laughs> I don't care about my own. audience. I well, also too. One I thing really is. One uh, thing is that we're all pro law enforcement. Yeah. Right. So yes. that right there. Well, this is a law pro law enforcement group, oh. and that's not to say that there aren't bad apples in every bunch. But generally speaking, Victory the podcast supports law enforcement. Yes. yes. Dom. Dom Question. panicked with that. <laughs> Dom's a law enforcement Wait. guy. He's a first responder. Dom's a first responder. He's a narc. I play a lot of law enforcement. <laughs> Dom, we learned in this early session before you came on that Dylan and Connolly were a bit of bullies in high school. We know you were a tough guy, but were you a bully or were you a protector? Of no, the- I was. I was real. I, I was a protector. I was. Um, I was. A, I, to be perfectly honest, I was, a, I was really quiet. I, play, I did what I had to do. I played uh, baseball until I, I I broke my ankle. And but even even playing sports or whatever, I, I never started a fight in my life. And nobody started one with you. That, I, I wouldn't try to, to take that his I lunch never finished money. one. You can keep <laughs> your lunch money, bro. <laughs> I, no, no, I was pretty quiet. But people were pretty not quiet. fucking with you in high school. No one was coming up and being like, "Let's yeah, pick yeah, on this no, guy." No, it happened. Like if I was, you know, I. I re- I fought a lot in high school, man. <laughs> right. um, I was from the Bronx. The, so I was on the bus and, uh, you know, you have to understand this is gangster rap is coming in and people were, tr- people were getting snatched for their eight ball jackets, for their chains and all this stuff was going on. And if it was on me, you weren't taking it. <laughs> but uh, Dogs was for the team. Ta- I were was taking take mine it, right yeah, off and going here. You, you, <laughs> You would have to leave me there, but well, Doug, you just had to say, "Hey, I'm taking that jacket." To I'm be honest say, hey, with hey, you, okay, I had three. Like... I had three doms. If someone tried to take my shit, I said, "You're gonna have to talk to Dom." I'm, then he'll decide. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I learned at a very young age: there are people who bark and there are people who bite. And we, who are you gonna be? Right. I, and I made it. I made it. Conley's I was, was going to be the yappy guy. barker. I bark. <laughs> like a bark. chihuahua. Yeah. What's an Irish? He was like an Irish setter, like a small <laughs> Irish setter, a miniature Irish setter. <laughs> I've seen him. No, no. I've seen him get upset on the golf course. Dylan, like, you're talking about, and and rightfully so, and rightfully so. But Dylan's like, like like that. That guy who gets mad, but he you, you laugh at like you gotta laugh, yeah, because he he makes it funny. He you, he doesn't have that in him. You know what, no, Dylan? I tell you what, when I get mad, I I get fired up. So sometimes it's, you'll see like Tiger, if he and it's great mad, to watch. And I'll start playing better golf. But Dylan, but I, I get mad. Which I, I, oh, I know you. Yeah. I'm mad at myself. I'm not mad at anyone else. But Dylan and Connolly will will battle. You guys have you oh, guys yeah. will throw a punch. I mean, oh, I've not I've, anymore. I've seen Connolly. I'll try not to. I've seen Connolly with guys 
three times his size, which I know some people won't think is that big, but three times Connolly's size. That's really funny, Doug. I know, but Connolly Connolly has a lot of balls. Connolly does not. <laughs> got me. three of them. He's got three <laughs> balls. Four nipples, I've seen three him. balls. Hey, Dom, the funny, the thing about Kevin, and, and Kevin reminds me of, of my dad in this way, because he Kevin will he'll, he'll snap at you, and then he immediately catches himself and be like, hey, man, sorry, I blew, yeah. sorry, I blew up at exactly. you. Right? Exactly. Right? Like, sorry, I blew up at you. Yeah. I'm just having fucking sliced the fucking balls spraying all over the field. Like, yeah, so he, fucking hole by the way, like, I don't, I don't know, slice yeah. too often. <laughs> I might have snap hooked one, but you way, do. Like Kevin will like he'll ball. snap at you and then I'll be like, hey, hey, chief, you know I didn't mean that. He's like the Messina of golfers. He's like the mechanic. <laughs> right. He set up his routine. I thought Dylan yeah. was gonna be upset about being perceived as sensitive, but he was upset about slicing the possibility <laughs> yeah, yeah. of it. But, that, well, that's what I'm saying. That's a, that's an well, insult to push one. Or I'll hook one. Ew. But I don't not even lying. The ball. You push one, bro? Yeah. That's gross. I'm just dying. He's you still going it. on this. <laughs> but the truth is, what Connolly said is accurate. Kevin Dillon is a sensitive soul. And he does get angry and he will punch you, but he will feel bad. Immediately apologize. Yeah. Like, I'm hey, sorry I punched you. Yeah. <laughs> sorry I, I laid you out, Doug, in front of your cast I don't crew. throw punches. <laughs> I don't throw clubs. I throw my hat in the ground occasionally. Go ahead, Doug. Go ahead. Hey, Doug, when it, when it comes like, uh, well, I don't know how Connolly and Dylan are, are with this uh, because all of us have been in the business for a really long time. But I could I could go on, on an audition and not get it, and it will it will bother me. Doug, you write a spec or you write a script and you hand it in, or you do have a development deal, and and that particular pilot does it. Does it affect you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it tortures me. And but does it does it linger with you for a little while? Yeah, of course it does. And, you know, shows that I've done that didn't get picked up and then you see other stuff that gets picked up. Yeah, I think actually one of the things which is crazy to even say this about Dylan, who is not the most well-adjusted human being a lot of times. (laughs) And I, I, I do tell Connolly this, though. I go, Dylan has an incredible ability to kind of be present in the moment. I think, I don't know what goes on in his head, but Dylan will not respond to a text for three days. And I don't think it's because he's ignoring anybody. I think he's living his life and he doesn't read reviews. He doesn't. And the truth is, you know what? He doesn't get a lot of negativity and that might be part of it because he brings out that that positive. If if I'm getting it, I wouldn't even know about it. So it's, it's better for my head. Dom, we were talking a little bit before you came on and we were talking about, I think, I think it was because you were coming on that it kind of started the conversation, but we all got into our own little things. When, when you're coming on Entourage, because you really are a great guy, and, and it's obvious from meeting you right away that you're not somebody to fuck with, but you're a super nice guy. Coming on to Entourage, playing this character, did you have your reservations? You know, you, you, we use the name Dom. I mean, it's it's certainly memorable, as memorable as anything that we've done, and, and truthfully, you did two, three episodes, it feels like you did 20 because it was that impactful on the show. So did you have reservations com- coming in with, with, with I didn't know. I, I, I didn't want him to be called Dom. Um, but I, I, I look, you never said that to me yeah, because it's not my script. Right. And, uh, I didn't want to create any waves. I wanted to come in and do my job and that's it. And do what you wanted me to do. I remember talking to you, and you were like, uh, "I need you to come in, like it, like you, you know, you're a bull in a china shop, and turn the world upside down." And that's what I did. And well, that's that's what I wanted to do. And, yeah. Oh, uh, you did it. <laughs> and uh, and that's it. But 
It is funny to look back, though, because I thought I believed that people were going to fucking love you. So I thought calling you Dom, I really did. It was like it was like my my gift to you. And it turned out to be a curse because <laughs> you used to walk down the street and people would say shit to you. Right. Well, he took my yeah. leg cruset, bro. He shouldn't have done that. <laughs> how about yeah. I hit you? How about I hit you over the head with the drama? <laughs> <laughs> hey Dom, do you remember we were doing the scene where you give the give me the script? And this is a perfect example of like Dylan stealing my thunder for eight seasons on Entourage. Oh, the two hundred and thirty four pages. <laughs> Dylan is like has no lines in the scene. He's standing behind me, and, and Dom goes, "Listen, E, I know you're the the the, 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 the leader of this de facto little crew." And Dylan goes, "Well, well, I mean, I mean, I don't know, if I, I leader." Know. He took it, he mumbled it under he my breath. He mumbled it under his breath, and he stole the scene. Everybody's hysterically laughing as I'm fucking droning on and on, boring everyone to death. Now, I first read the script because I, I actually was on, uh, what's that, that Playhouse thing? And uh, Doug was actually on there. And Clubhouse? Had- Clubhouse, yeah. Clubhouse. That's Doug's new obsession, Playhouse. bro. Playhouse. And um, I don't know if you know this, but when we shot that first episode of Entourage, I was doing two other gigs. I was doing, I was finishing up Miami Vice by night and then going to shoot The Wire by day. And going back and forth for like two weeks because Miami Vice went over. Then uh, we got the call and uh, for, for Entourage. And I was like, yeah, you know, if, if you guys could work it out, I'll come and do it, you know? So I came out there. So I, and it's like I told Doug, I, if Doug writes me something and says, hey, Dom, I need you to come and do this. Or you, or you say, Dom, I need you to come in my film. Or what, I'm not going to question it. I'm going to come and do it. And... And that's what happened. Then I'm, I'm, I get to the hotel. I was staying at the London, and I, I open up that room. I'm like, "Holy shit! Hold on, I got, I got to walk into the fucking kitchen naked. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm, I'm out of shape. That was ballsy. Bro. Um, I'm not sleeping. And, <laughs> and then I read. I said, "Wow, this guy is like, he's fucking nuts." <laughs> and I go, Doug, so. <laughs> How do you want this? And 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 he basically explained it to me. But We're I didn't put a sock on your penis. Ins- <laughs> I didn't bring up any. I, I didn't bring up any of the insecurities. You know. You remember uh, one of the funniest. My favorite. My favorite is when Dom and I are are, are pissing together in the urinal, and then he leaves without washing his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I guess he's not going to wash his hands. <laughs> that was so funny, Doug. I'm still like, I love you for the fact that you did come in and do it. And I really am, as these guys will tell you. If you have a problem, I'll talk about it. But I am so happy that you didn't say, I don't want to do this stuff because you weren't comfortable with it. Because I, I like I said, I watched that episode. You walked into that kitchen and I don't care if it everyone in America thought you were an I've asshole. Seen. Tears were streaming yes, down it my is face. Fucking hilarious. It just, and, and everything you do. And I think that's what it was. You know what the irony is with all this is, you know, growing up, I told you very quiet and, and uh, somewhat shy, somewhat introverted. Right. I was the kind of guy I never took my shirt off at the beach. And when I was at the pool, I never took my shirt off. I was, I was that kid, you know? And not because I was hell or out of shape or anything. I just, I don't know. I just never did. And, um, but here, here's the funny thing. When I'm filming or working or that shit goes out the window. That's why, I, that's why I love what we do, man. You know, for me, it's, I, I could, I could go out there. I, could, I don't cry. Here's a perfect example. My father passed away. I couldn't, it didn't come out of me. I do a scene in Mrs. Fletcher. I shot that scene three months prior to my dad dying. 
It was a wake, gives a eulogy, gives like a speech, and I'm able to do it in my personal life. It's so weird, the things that I, I, I don't allow myself to do for some fucking stupid reason. I don't allow it to happen in my personal life. But yet, when they call action, those 70 people that are on set don't fucking exist. And all those things are manifested. It's it's weird. And yeah, that's I mean, what happened with Entourage. You just stick a sock. Was day. that a sock on? You put a sock on your, on your, uh, yeah, your was, front parts? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, some <laughs> shit. Yeah, it was I a tube sock. No. It was a tube sock. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. what I think. Listen, what it really speaks to. I it, don't cry it either. Sausage net. <laughs> uh, I think what it speaks to though, Dom, is you're a real. It's you a really super sad net. You're a real actor. Dad. You're a real actor, and and you're saying I'm not a real actor. You know, well, I wasn't necessarily yeah. speaking about you, but the truth is, is I, I said to Doug about my sexies. I'm like Doug. Every time I do a sexy, I feel weird because I'm o- I'm always on my back, and girls are on top of me. He said, "Yo, the last thing the world wants to see is you on top of anybody, bro." I was like, "Thanks, Doug." I didn't know Thanks, that we could Doug. modulate the lighting on his pale ass. I, mean, I don't know what was gonna happen. You kidding? You could have CGI'd well, anything well, you well, want well, on the there. other big debate. What but, was the other? I remember there. I was, the I, big, I was at work. The one big day. giant debate, Dom, which I don't know if you're around for this. So this the pajamas, right? Oh no! What 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 about the pajamas? Does he wear does he wear uh, pajamas or does he wear boxers? Right? Wasn't it wasn't that, that wasn't that going on, Doug? At one point, I, when do I you remember? This? Doug just didn't want to see any as as little of my body as Doug could possibly see. The hey, Doug, I'm walking. I'm having a cigarette and a coffee. Him and Lever talking. Hey, Doug, come here, come here. When you go to sleep. Do you wear your boxers? <laughs> you know what I think is funny, though, Dom? This is what's interesting. And this is not a knock on Colin. But I think I agreed, I agreed with Doug on that one. Thank oh, you. God. But I think it is how... You're saying E wears long pants? No, what I'm saying is, and I really didn't know this. I considered Dom a close friend, but I, I really didn't know that he didn't want to do the kitchen scene or any of that stuff. And I think that's interesting. With, with Connolly... This is not a knock on you, but like yeah, Connolly, I don't care was, what you say. Connolly was not going to get beat up by Seth Green. So if, wait, hold on. It's fair enough. But Dom, if the scene said, <laughs> that, <laughs> I hope, I wish the audience could see Dom's face right now. because Well, I'm yeah, well, we can use it in the social clip. In Don't the social clip. But anyway, so Dom, <laughs> if you read in the script that a, a, a Seth Green was going to beat, because I had this whole conflict. Dom? Connolly didn't want to get beat up by Seth Green. Scott Conn didn't want to get beat up by Kevin Connolly. But I'm like, what the fuck, guys? You're actors. You're Scott Conn don't want to get else. beat up by anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so what if you read that script? Dom gets take after picking on everybody. Seth, Seth Green, Green drops and- Dom with a big right hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you call me up with that? Or are you more comfortable with that than the nudity in the kitchen? And the tube I sock. Don't, no, I don't call you. But, you know, but Kevin, Kevin, you know, Kevin's Kevin, you know. And me, I know I don't. I don't. I do what's on the page. Well, um, God, I got to do a show with you. Here's a perfect example. (laughs) Hold on. Here's a perfect example. I'm working on a show and it's it's the demise of my character. Right. And I'm bringing a knife to a gunfight. Literally, literally or figuratively. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my my attempt is to kill this person with a knife. But I know my character knows that he's strapped and and, you know, he's not he's he, you know, he carries a gun. And I had. In my head, I'm thinking, you know, why? But the director felt and the writer felt that me bringing a knife, it was more personal. And I said, "Eh, you know, well, more personal is, you know, me, you know, maybe uh, shooting him and then maybe stabbing him in the eyes. Well, that would be psychotic. Everybody. Yeah, that would say something. But um, 
But I think you make it, a good point. It is point. what it is, man. You know, it is what it is. I, 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 Well, I like, look, I like the back and forth. I like that the actor gives his thoughts too and then maybe wakes you up to the thing. Like you said, the writers saw it, that it would make it more personal. I thought that Seth Green could beat up Colin. No, that's just what you I don't thought. Think that, you know that that's not <laughs> You're crazy, you know man. That's no, true. but my well, point is. That's he was, never happened. That's, that's, that's my e. point. He was e. I, I Listen, I, I, I think he could take Connolly. I do. I really do. <laughs> Dom, it's funny that you talked about the crying thing. And Dylan, I don't know what your experience has been, but same thing for me. I could go through all like all these things in my life and and not cry and then be like driving in my car and like a Paul Simon song comes on. And I just <laughs> burst tears to start shooting. Cats yeah, yeah. in the cradle. Yeah, yeah. Cats yeah. in the cradle comes on and I got the tears. Comes out does my... it for me. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think Paul Simon did uh, Cats in the Cradle. But... No, 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 he didn't. <laughs> Harry Chapin did Cats I'm in the Cradle, <laughs> dick face. Um, I'm just saying a sad song comes on. Dom, I know you're the guest, but this is phenomenal information. I need more about this. This is this is amazing. You I'm saying I, it, bu- it builds up, and I can't. It's harder for me to channel it in the right place, and then something trigger me. You know, all of a sudden, like uh, you know, I'm crying. Uh, you know, at the end of uh, Dirty Dancing, somehow I don't know. Like I'm watching something stupid on TV. <laughs> it's all- actually one of my questions on my podcast. I have like uh, a section on my podcast where it's called like Dom. It's called Dom's Hot Seat, where I fire off these questions, these random questions. And, um, you know, like, what's your pet peeve? Uh, you know, if you could go back in time and give yourself advice, what's that advice? How old are you? And the other one, one of it's just what movie made you cry? You know, like, you know, random stuff. And you'd be surprised. I cry at all. You know, man I'm in the moon. Dylan a, cried in the I'm notebook. total mush. I Dylan really cried in the notebook. Yes, Watch. I did. I cried in the you notebook. Remember the movie you did Cam? not ruin the notebook yeah, for me. Are you Thank kidding you me? By hated. the way, it's so funny, Dom, because you remind me of my buddy a little bit, Andrew Abbott and Marco from, that I grew up with. And Champ. Is his favorite movie of all time. I want to remake him. That'd be a great remake. It's gut wrenching. I, uh, I want to remake it. Hey, Doug, make it happen. I, you know what? It's a great idea. And in my in my short film, David Schwimmer oh, actually boy. quotes the champ. What the fuck? Did, didn't didn't yeah. Ricky Schroeder get nominated for that? I think did I he get nominated? I'm not I think sure. He did. Yes, he I think might he have did. gotten nominated uh, for an Oscar for not, that. Now, now Voight, Voight didn't get nominated. Sure. John Voight and um and Ricky Schroeder, the champ. It's right. it's gut wrenching. Right. And Faye Dunaway also, who is excellent. Faye so Dunaway. Dom is the champ, right. the movie that makes you cry. It's one of them. Um, another one. I don't know. You know what it is uh, when uh, when Mickey dies in Rocky. Yeah. Does it to me too? Yeah. I mean, I, we talk. We, <laughs> and you can't understand Stallone. Right. We talked about this a few weeks ago, but I watched it again because we—he was we having had, trouble with that scene. We had James Conn on the podcast, and I watched Brian's song again. And honestly, yeah. I cried like a two. Baby. Mo- I did two movies with James Conn. What'd you do? With I was Jim? and I was in Cannes with him. I did the Yards with him, right? And I did a movie called Blood Ties, Guillaume Canet's movie. He's awesome. I just have random movies that hit me funny. Like I remember, you know, like. Uh, Certain points of Grease One got me. <laughs> I'm serious. I, 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 what I, point was that I that think, you could get emotional? I, I don't, think the drive-in you're cruise, when he was at the you're drive-in. cruising for a bruise. <laughs> the drive-in when, when, drive when he makes a move on Olivia Newton John and she slams oh, the door on him. <laughs> what, wait, wait, you know. When he's on the swing and he's. Oh, uh, and that little hot dog song. Yeah, the little hot dog song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love Grease. Watch, Dom, watch a movie. 
called Man in the Moon. It was Reese Witherspoon's first movie. And Jason boy, London. I mean, Jason London. that movie fucking kills me. It's brilliant. It really is. With Sam Waterston, Tess Harper, it's just an amazing movie. I love a good gut-wrenching movie, and I like that Dylan is man enough to admit that he gets emotional. Oh, during I'm movies. He cried during The Notebook, and I did not ruin it for him, Doug. Oh, yeah. Did you cry at The Notebook? Uh, that's yes, another, that's a great movie, too. I, I watched it the second time. I cried again. Wow. Yeah. Doug says that I ruined The Notebook. <laughs> Yeah, with Dom, my southern accent. Dom, it's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I think Connolly, the actor, should have said something to Nick Cassavetes, the director, that why is why am I the best friend who's not telling this woman that my best friend is in love with you? Why is he just going, forget it? There's a scene that got cut. How many how many films have you done with Nick? Two. Two uh what's uh, the other one? John Q. Oh, yeah. How many times did Great Nick movie, almost beat man. you up during those films? Nick, by the way, Nick, there's nobody more fun to be on a set with than Nick Cassavetes. Thanks. He's tough Thank before. Thank you to all of us. He's tough before and he's tough after. I yeah. really want to work with him. Yeah, I really do. He's a good movie. All he's right. actually doing a movie right I now. Do. Well, here's how we both do something. Yeah, he is. He's in New Mexico, I yeah. think, right? Connolly will call Nick and tell him Dom needs a job. And Dom, we need you to call Bill Burr and tell him we need him on this podcast because that would be phenomenal. Done. He's one Done. of my one of my favorites and he would be awesome. So Dominic Den is coming. It's is, out. Sorry, Dominic Den is out now. Connolly gets so mad because we record and he knows it's gonna when it's going to air. I know the release schedules, us. bro. So, But Dominic's Den is live. Henry Wink. Phil Rosenthal. Bill Burr. Bill fucking Burr. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Are you going to get, uh, and you can answer this honestly. So of the, the three fellas here in Victory <laughs> the Podcast, who gets the first, because I think eventually we all end up on there, but who gets the first solo interview? I mean, obviously Dylan does. Oh, right? Mean. Well, Dylan's ratings, I guess. What? It's <laughs> not a great poster, but maybe yeah. ratings He wise. won't promote shit. I'll promote all oh, day. I'll go on anytime, Dom. You say the word. <laughs> Dom, that's the other thing that you want to do with your guests, and look at Doug is going to fall out of his chair when I say this, but if they post a simple like, hey, check me out on, you know, Dominic Stan, yeah, it, it helps a yeah. lot. Trust me, yep. Dominic handles yep. his business. They'll all be posting or they'll get fucking their liquor set taken away from them. <laughs> we need that for us. Nobody posts. They come on this podcast, they hide it. Jerry hides it like he's never been on. I can't get a main page out of Ferrara like to save my yeah. life. Jerry will yeah, give Jerry, you a Jerry's story. My, Jerry's my ace in the hole. Like, uh, I, like, I know if I call Jerry tomorrow, like, hey, man, I need you on the podcast so if someone backed out or something like that. That's why I haven't had Jerry on yet. Yeah. Well, I, well, he's I, in the I bullpen. I could just call him and he'll do it. Yeah, he's 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 my, he's my Dom Baylor. He's also yeah. he's also got a great podcast setup. Unlike yourself, Dom, you gotta have That's a great. you gotta have a Zoom kit. You gotta have the stuff at home. You can't let them leave with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are things that will be addressed shortly. <laughs> Well, Dom, All right, I'm Dominic's excited. Den, available now. I'm excited now. for Dominic's Den. I'm excited to hopefully get invited onto your podcast before Connolly. I'll take it after Dylan. But yeah. anyway, um, we love you. And uh, let's the Knicks are love looking you guys. good, which is exciting. So yeah, uh, we'll have to talk about that next time. Yeah, anyway. the Knicks are 500. They look really good. Yeah, looking great. Big hug to you guys, man. All right, All right Dom. Thanks, miss Dom. You. See you, bro. Miss Later. you. Be good. All right, pal. That was awesome. You know what? Dom Lombardozzi. He's going to have a good podcast because he's a great listener. Yeah. And he's thoughtful. And the questions are going to be interesting. And also, too, Dom's like a tough guy to say no to yeah. because he's such a nice guy. He'll and, come after you. And no, also no, know like that Dom will always do that for somebody else. So he's one of those guys. He's a two-way friendship guy. And so. he's worked with everyone. He's been around for so long. The guy's had a huge career. I mean, You're just... never going to find somebody to say a bad word about Dom. No. But did you so notice that he didn't invite you, any of us on? Did he right. He, he, <laughs> by the way, talk about side. He's like Jerry Ferrara. He didn't want to insult you guys. <laughs> I mean, he's got 
He's like, hey, Doug, we'll see what season two has in store. <laughs> but for uh, right now, our lineup's pretty well set for the next uh, few months. I got jammed out of a couple of podcasts, by the way. I told you that, right? Like, I mean, someone asked me to do a podcast, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And then they kept bumping me and bumping me well, and bumping me. Yeah. Well, I cringe when someone asked me. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you, you, should, podcast? you should do them. They're good. You are very We're just bumpable. trying to build us one at a time, KD. We're also, too, I got I got to say from Dom's guys, like they they just send it's it's the easiest. It's so easy. It's what we call here at Action Park light touch. They send the audio. He's got a well, whole it's easy full, for you. Well, that's what I'm saying. They don't even come here. Right. They, right. They, they record it. They edit. They do everything. They send it. And, you know, we promote it like this is, you know, good for that podcast. We get behind it. But yep. they do everything on their own. And they're so they're just they're just on it. And Dom is on it. But also, as I was saying to everyone out there who's listening, who wants a creative outlet, who whatever, you wanted a career in broadcasting, this is the time to do it. You can actually go do it. You can see if you have a voice that's worth telling. It doesn't cost any money. If people listen, great. And even if they don't, you know, it's a good time. We have a good time. We, you know, yeah. we're getting some listeners. I'm going to say this before we wrap it up, Doug. I'm going to hand it over to you. But don't forget, <laughs> March 31st is the deadline for the APM Victory Film Festival. Have your submissions by March March 31st. All right. And that wraps up another episode of Victory the Podcast. Please follow us on Victory the Podcast on Instagram. I'm Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon, a Kevin Dillon official. Victory! And listen to Dominic's Den right now. Go subscribe, give him five stars, leave a comment, and let's do this. He'll crush you if you don't, he'll hurt you. <laughs>